Welcome to the Expert Speak Podcast with Michael DeLon. Each episode features a leading expert who shares helpful insights, practical tips, and memorable stories that will inspire you, educate you, and help you enjoy more success, freedom, and purpose in your life. For the next few minutes, enjoy listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. And welcome to another episode of Experts Speak. I'm Michael Delon, and today I am talking with my guest, John Terry. John, thanks for being with me today, sir. Michael, I am so excited to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Well, you're welcome. It is going to be a great, great conversation. John and I met a few uh, few weeks ago and have really struck up a good relationship. John leads, well, he, he does a lot of things, but what we're talking about today is his, his business, his passion, his focus around how to be a black belt leader. And when, when I heard that name, and, and that just really intrigued me, John, because I love leadership. I'm not a martial arts guy. I know you are. Uh, but I love that name of being a black belt leader, because just that, that name says something about what type of leadership there is. So I want to talk about that. But before we get there, just give us some background. Who are you? And how did you end up where you are today? Michael, thank you. And and the story of how I got to where I am is a long, long story. <laughs> uh, so I'll see if I can condense it and give you just kind of the, the Reader's Digest version. Okay. Uh, at the age of 13, my parents relocated from Fort Smith to Russellville, Arkansas. Uh, I was going to go, as my dad said, from being the, the big city nobody to the small town somebody. There you go. And when I got to the small town, I became the somebody. I became the target of every bully in school. Oh, wow. So after a few weeks of being bullied, I wanted to go back to Fort Smith and be the nobody. Dad says, I'm going to fix this. My hope was he's going to go to the principal. Bullying would stop. No, he takes me down to a martial arts school where I'm the only kid in the school. Because back in that day, they only taught adults martial arts. Oh, 13 wow. years old, I was 90 pounds soaking wet. And I get thrown into this martial arts school with all these massive men. And I'm thinking, my God, I'm going to get killed. What's, yeah. you know, what's going on? The only saving grace was this beautiful 23-year-old that was just about my size that had also joined the class. Well, little did I know she had joined the class because of an abusive relationship she had been in and wanted to learn to defend herself. So the joke around the house is dad was paying good money for me to get beat up by a girl three days a week. <laughs> but when I learned to fight like a girl, the bullying at school stopped. But wow. one of the things the martial arts did for me was it took me on a journey of discovery. And I learned something years and years ago from the grandmaster that founded my art, Shobayashi Shorinru. It's from the island of Okinawa. And when you had an opportunity to train with Grandmaster Shimabuku, the first time you met with him, and for the next several weeks, if you stayed on the island of Okinawa with him, you served him and he observed the character of who you were. Hmm. And until you could demonstrate that you were a person of good character, a person that would honor what he was going to be willing to teach you. And you could demonstrate that you could lead yourself well and make good choices and would not be a person that would abuse the martial arts. He would not teach you the martial arts. Wow. So leadership became for me an understanding that if I wanted to excel in the martial arts, which I've had an opportunity to do, having now earned multiple black belts and multiple systems, I've been inducted into two Hall of Fames. But as a result of that, I learned that truly being a black belt is more than just punching and kicking. It is a journey of discovery in who you are as an individual, how you lead yourself, mm. and how well you can take those character qualities of what it means to be a servant, and then take those qualities and lead other people 
can teach them to do the same. Wow. There's a lot there we could just unpack just there. Yes, because sir. you're right. Leadership is a character issue. I was talking to somebody the other day about that. Is we hear so much about leadership and everybody wants the tips, the tactics, and the strategies. And those are all well and good. But if you're doing that with a broken character, mm-hmm. it's just going to cause more pain and things. So um, that's really cool. That's that's a neat, neat story. And it plays into really how should we be raising our children? How should we re- be, be uh, helping our teammates, looking at character, watching them, helping them grow as we lead? Let's talk about how you've taken all of this then. How are you how are you? moving it into people's lives as as business owners as leaders what are some things you help people do to become as you say a black belt leader well you know michael anybody that's ever had a chance to watch a movie who doesn't want to be bruce lee who doesn't want to be chuck norris who doesn't want to be steven seagal and have that ability to just walk into a room and take control get rid of the bad guys and save the day yeah everybody has that dream at some point in their lives that they want to be that person But here's what I've learned over now 30 plus years of doing this. As I look at every individual, I believe every individual has been uniquely gifted and put on this earth on purpose for a purpose. And they've been endowed by their creator with all the skills they need to truly learn to lead themselves well, make good choices and lead other people to do the same. Hmm. But the first thing that an individual has to do if they want to become a black belt leader in life is they have to take the time to first stop and look within and discover their black belt leader within. Now, it may be that their leadership ability is in the area of engineering or architecture or dance or music or running a business or being a school teacher. Whatever that giftedness is, God has put within you. You first have to discover what that gifting is, that passion and that calling he's equipped you for. Part two of that is you then have to begin to develop that skill set. Because one of my mentors is Dr. John Maxwell. And I've heard Dr. John tell me many, many times, leaders develop daily, not in a day. So part of learning to go into step two of that is learning to really develop yourself as a leader. And then once you begin to develop yourself, you then begin to deploy what you're learning so that you begin to lead by example. And then after you start leading by example, other people will come to you and say, How is it that you're able to do that and do it with black belt excellence? Now the opportunity to bring them in and to begin to mentor and to begin to train and coach them into what it means for them to discover their own black belt leader. That's how that circle is complete. That's awesome. That's I'm taking, I'm taking notes here as as you're talking. So the three D's um, discover, develop, deploy deploy i love that um i i'm always trying to name things or put things in a in a framework that that i can capture and that really just did it how to be a a a black belt leader the 3d model discover Mm -hmm. within yourself develop it daily i love that leaders aren't made in a day they are daily made develop daily yeah yeah develop daily and then deploy that and i love that because when you do it People are going to see your leadership. They're going to take notice. They're going to ask. That's your open door because it, it really is servant leadership at the end of the day. It is. Yeah. 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 And going back to what you said a minute ago, everybody wants the tactics and the strategies. Yeah. But leadership is not tactics and strategies. Leadership is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And far too many people miss that. They think if they get the title, they're a leader. 
Well, just because you've got the title doesn't mean you have an opportunity to lead. Right. You know, you may be, you may have given the promotion of you're the manager or you're the shift leader or whatever it may be. It doesn't mean you've earned the right or the privilege to lead other people until you model before them that which you want them to do. Yeah, absolutely. And, and wow, I mean, there's a whole podcast right there of how the title doesn't make the man, right? Or the That's woman. Right. It is, it is, you, you should get the title at, at church. My, the, the church we used to go to, they would make elders and deacons, right? They'd nominate elders and deacons. And they would always say, we're, we're not nominating you um, and, and giving you this bad so that you will become one. We're giving it to you because you're already doing the work of a deacon or now. And I always like that perspective that we're just simply recognizing you. And I think in business, we need to recognize our, our teammates, bring them up and teach them what leadership really is. Cause a lot of people just haven't been taught like that's right, like you've been taught. So talk yeah. of tell tell us about how do how do people how do you help people become this? Because this, I mean, this is great so far, right? You've got high level, but what are some practical things that you help people do? And then we'll get into different programs and masterminds and things you've got going on. But how do you how do you work with people? You know, I work with people in a variety of different ways. And I want to go back and add one thing to what you just said, and mm -hmm. then I'll answer your question. Because in the martial arts, when many people get to black belt and you look from the outside, you think you've arrived. Mm. But the black belt was not given by an instructor to a student that had arrived at the level of expertise. The black belt was given to an individual that had demonstrated that they had the capacity to learn, the willingness to go deeper, the commitment to follow through, and the obligation to honor the lineage and legacy of that instructor and to use what they're learning for good. So the black belt became a sign of a serious student that was only then ready to be taught the deeper aspects of what it meant to be a martial artist than it was the fact that you were the black belt teacher. Oh, so the black belts were the model students that were in the front line so the students behind them could see this is the example that you follow. Mm -hmm. And so that's a very powerful teaching in and of itself. Yes. But how I help people is in terms of looking at who they are and what they do, it goes back to the three Ds. I love to have a conversation with people is, what is it God has gifted you to do? What is yeah. your passion? What is your calling? What are the skill sets that you use? I have some assessment tools and other things that I do around that to help identify that. But out of that, there's a 10-step methodology that I teach in my book, Black Belt Leadership. You first have to go within, Michael, and you have to believe that there is a black belt leader within you. Yeah. Oh, and until you believe good. in yourself, it's never going to happen. Yep. From there, you've got to learn what you need to learn to cultivate what's inside of you. From there, you've got to have an accountability partner, someone who's ahead of you on the journey that's going to take you under their wing, under their arm, and is going to guide you and instill their wisdom and insight so you can learn the lessons they've learned and learn them quicker without having to make, same, make the same mistakes they did. Yeah. From there, you've got to learn to be an effective communicator because if a leader can't communicate what's in their head and in their heart to people around them, nothing happens. Leaders have got to be kinetic. They've got to learn to be people that take action. Yeah. They've got to be bold in what they do. They've got to equip other people because that's what leaders are called to do yeah. is to equip others 
so that they put legs to their legacy and they have an opportunity to leverage the results they're getting through working with other people. Out of that comes this interesting thing of loyalty, that there has to be a commitment and a loyalty to your values, your virtues, the people that are on your team and the people that you are serving, mm -hmm. that you are committed to them and that you serve them at the highest level, yeah. which leads to the last character trait, which is transformation. When you do all of the things that is required to become a black belt leader, and that's part of the journey I love to take people on, is to develop those character qualities, transformation takes place. They become very good at what they do, but they become very great at who they are, to borrow a phrase from a pastor friend, Ray Popham. And I love that phrase. You know, the goal of being a leader is to get really good at what you do, to become really great at who you are. You know what? Even Jesus says, the greatest among you will be the servant. Right. And true leadership is serving other people in the way that you would want to be served if the roles were reversed. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's really at the heart of what it means to be a true leader and to be a black belt leader is to develop those character qualities. Yeah. And then the very last quality with that is a quality, Michael, we call Mushin. And Mushin is a martial arts term that means no mind. And it means you don't have to stop and think, what would a leader do in this situation? Because a leader has been internalized inside of you. You automatically know this is what a leader would do. Okay. So you don't have to think, you just do yeah. because that's who you are. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the journey. That's amazing. Yeah. Because what, what you're helping people do is not... How do I say that? Not find the, the leadership skills to get this job done necessarily, but to be, be transformed into a leader. And that's going to impact every relationship they have, everything oh, they touch, right? Yeah. That's, and know, that's the true journey. Yeah. People don't realize, number one, they're leading themselves every day when they get out of bed. They're leading their family. They're leading in their neighborhood. They're leading in their work, even if they're not in a leadership position. Everybody is leading someone somewhere every single day. Right. But the question you and I and everyone listening to this podcast has to answer when we look in that mirror and we have that man in the mirror, that woman in the mirror moment, how well am I leading myself? Yeah. Because you can't lead other people farther on the journey than you've gone yourself. And right. so it's part of development that is so huge in that. Yeah. Well, you mentioned John Maxwell and, and a number of his books have been impactful in my life. The first one I think I ever read of his, somebody gave it to me years ago, developing the leader within you. Mm -hmm. And then a few years later, when I became a sales manager, I read his book, Developing the Leaders Around You. Right. Mm -hmm. And But it, it had to start with the journey inside of me That's right. first yeah. um, before I could lay that out. And then obviously reading scripture, watching the example of Jesus and saying, he was a leader. He served others. He wasn't a doormat by any means. He was proactive. He took things on that needed to be taken on, but he cared for the, the weak, the poor, the downcast. That's what leaders do. We are right. always, our, yeah. our eyes are always open. Our radar is always on, right? Yeah. And if you go back to the example of Jesus, he's one of the greatest examples of leadership I've ever seen. 30 years preparing himself for three years of public ministry. Yeah. And during those three years, what did he do? He took what he had learned and developed, what he learned before he came to earth and what he learned almost 30 formative years in his life. And for three years, what did he do? He mentored other individuals that would one day take his place. Yeah. 
And now 2.2 billion people later that profess faith in Jesus, he did a pretty good job in the model. <laughs> leaders developing leaders works. I mean, we see yeah. it in every great religion of the world. We see it in every great leadership organization. Yeah. Those organizations thrive when leaders develop leaders. Yes. Alexander the Great, a great example. You know, he said, I would rather be a lion leading an army of sheep than an army of lions being led by a sheep. But better yet, why not have an army of lions being led by a lion? They're unstoppable. Mm -hmm. And that's what leadership can do. It can transform an organization when everybody's leading from being just a, an organization that's surviving to an organization that's thriving, that's standing out, that is unique and different and has more impact, more influence, and for a business owner, more income because they're serving at the highest level. Yeah, well, more income. And but the, the thing that just hit me, John, and you've seen it as I have over the years, is business owners in particular of all of all, all types leading in business at the expense of leading in their family. And what you're talking about is a character nature That's it. that won't allow that to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a true leader, you're leading in every area of your life. Yeah. And if you're failing in your leadership at home you're going to ultimately fail in your leadership in your business because now you've got a lack of congruence in who you are on the inside. Right. And when your values are not aligned at home, at work, and wherever you are, that misalignment is ultimately going to lead to your downfall. Yeah. It's funny. Let's go back to your comment earlier about Black Belt and how we all want to be Bruce Lee or, or whoever those are. We walk in yeah. the room. We, we, when you walk into the room, like every head turns, right? I've experienced that, John, and, 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 and you resonate it in when you walk into a room because of the character that you have of being a leader, heads turn. People know when a leader walks into the room, and that's what you help men and women develop is that internal character of true leadership that helps people grow, organizations grow. And we, I, I love how you said, put legs to your legacy. Everybody talks yes. about legacy, but if yeah. it ain't got no legs, it ain't going your legacy's nowhere. not going anywhere. It's going to lay on the ground and flop. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was a great phrase. But, but realizing that, that leadership really is, it's, it's an inside job. And when done well, um, it, it can turn the world upside down. You look at what Jesus did, right? He turned the whole world upside down. I, one of my favorite books, and I, I probably should just get it, is um, from the Bernstein Bears of all things, right? Do you remember the Bernstein Bears? I do. Yeah. Kids, right? Inside, outside, upside down. Upside down, yeah. You got to look inside first for leadership. Mm -hmm. That's right. You, you take it outside to the world. And when mm -hmm. you do it right, you're going to turn things upside down for Absolutely. Yep. And I, I think that's something that we can all um, aspire to. And I, and I loved your idea of the black belt because I always thought, I mean, in high school, I need some black belts. Mm -hmm. I always thought that was like the pinnacle. Right. But what you just said is like, no, no, that's the model. Yeah. And there's so much more after that. Yeah. Most people don't realize, you know, when they come into martial arts, I had for a long time, I had three very successful martial arts schools uh, that ultimately I sold off to my students. But during that time, kids would come in and their first question was, how long does it take to get to black belt? And I would smile and I would say, it's not how long it takes. It's how much you can learn on the journey, because once you get to the top of the ladder, and you earn your black belt, there's a whole nother ladder to climb. Right. And that second ladder 
is a journey that's going to follow you the rest of your life. Wow. Because a true black belt leader follows a principle that Ray Kroc taught in the McDonald's early days in that franchise. And it was a very powerful statement. He said, as long as you're green, you're growing. But once you're ripe, you start to rot. Hmm. Now, nobody wants to work with a rotten leader. That's right. But there are far too many rotten leaders in the world today in every area of our lives, at home, at work, in church, in government, in communities. There are a lot of rotten leaders because those leaders have stopped developing themselves. Yes. And I, I like to say this, if you can become 1% better every day, than you were the day before. Anybody can get 1% better. That's right. In 100 days, you're 100% better. In a year, you're 300% better than you were the day when you started. Right. If you can do that every day, how much better, how much more effective, what is the version of you that's going to show up today that you didn't even know existed a year ago if you're in constant development mode? That's right. Yeah. And when you're in that mode, it's mindset, it's internal, it helps you... Uh, filter what comes at you that day because mm -hmm. you're growing and you realize you can filter things. You're, you're going back to your bully thing, right? You, you learn to filter that. You learn to take care of things differently. You learn to empower people and people don't want to work for money as much as they want to work for empowerment and growth and add a That's boys. right. Yeah. And we all have fulfillment inside of us. And when we feel fulfilled, we feel like that we are doing something that matters. Yes. Money is just a measurement of how well we're doing. It's the fulfillment that gives us the joy, the satisfaction, and that ongoing motivation to continue moving forward in the journey. Absolutely. Well, John, let's let's talk about how how can people get a hold of you? What kind of programs do you have available for, for people? How do they get a copy of your book? Things of that nature. How do, where are you? The easiest way to find me is to go to my website, beablackbeltleader.com. And if they go visit that website, anything and everything about John Terry and Black Belt Leadership, they're going to find there. Uh, if they're not following me on social media, they can go to the contact page and all my social media is there. Every day I'm sharing something related to leadership. Uh, I've got a free newsletter they can subscribe to. And every week they're going to get a leadership insight that they can use for themselves. They can share it with their family. They can share it with their coworkers. And then there's online courses for folks that want to have an opportunity just to get a taste of what I teach. And then the opportunity is there to schedule me to come in, speak to your group, do training to your organization, talk about various things that we can do to help you as an individual or you and your team as an organization have an opportunity to learn to become truly a master of your life. That's awesome. All right. Be a black belt leader.com. John Terry. Thank you. This has been, a, it's been invigorating. I love talking with you because you, you just got, you ooze leadership, you ooze passion, you ooze character, and um, you're just an all-around great guy. I appreciate you. Thank you for sharing some time with us and helping us understand what it really means to be a black belt leader in every area of our life. Michael, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. If what you've heard today was helpful to you, reach out to our expert guest and see how they can serve you to bring you more success, freedom, and purpose in your life.